So over the last few years, we've seen a lot of changes and improvements made to flagship phones, but they've all had two main things in common, bigger screens and skyrocketing prices. And for many, the larger screens are an invaluable tool. With Samsung and Apple poised to launch new phones in August and September, respectively, rumors indicate, at the very least, their biggest phones are going to get even bigger. But should you buy the most expensive and biggest Note 20 or iPhone 12? I'm Jason Cipriani with Jason Perlow, and that's exactly what we're going to try to figure out on today's episode of Jason Squared. So, Perlow, phablets, the lovely name they were given years ago. What do you think? Love them? Hate them? Want more of them? Well, I am most definitely a phablet user and lover. Okay. I mean, I, I went sure. with the iPhone Pro Max. Okay. And it, when you put this outer box on it, it's even bigger, man. It, it's a brick. It's huge. And I got a big, and I got big hands, right? I mean, I got big hands, right? So I need a big phone and I'm a big guy, sure. right? And I got lousy eyes. Okay. But the reason why I went with a phone like that right is that when i travel or if i'm mobile in any way out shopping if i'm out doing errands and things i like a bigger screen because i can't drag a tablet with me when i go out it's not a practical thing to bring an ipad with you um even an ipad mini is large i mean unless this is something that you know unless you are a mobile professional that needs to do design work and content creation in the field right you know, there are certain types of vertical industry applications where you need a tablet. The larger size phone is probably the most flexible device you can have for going around. Now, yeah, they're they're versatile, right? You can watch videos on it, no problem. With iOS 14, picture in picture now makes it really easy to watch videos while you're text messaging. If you're on a plane, yeah. you know, something like the size of a Note 10, a Note 10 series or an iPhone 11 Pro, or any of those larger screens, 6.4, 6.5 inch screen phones, yeah. you can watch a movie just fine on those. I mean, sometimes I sit on the couch with thing and I, and I pop it on and then I realize, oh, you know what, I'd rather have my iPad instead because it's bigger. Sure, but sure. I mean, if you're mobile, a 6.5 inch phone is great. <clears throat> the problem is none of us are mobile right now. Yeah, everyone's sitting at home. I was a big fan of phablets. Actually, never. I, I I refused to get on that trend after Samsung launched the first Note and the you phablet like a smaller name. phone. I, I, for years, I did. Um, and then I think around the iPhone 8 Plus, somewhere in there, the larger display started to finally click with me. I could see more content on the screen, video watching, all of that. And it kind of relegated my iPad to being... I mean, I'd always use it as a laptop replacement, but strictly a laptop replacement. I never reached for it to watch video or anything like that. And that's still how I use it to this day. But I guess the bigger question looming over everything is, are phones getting too big? Especially with the rumors indicating Samsung and Apple are yet again increasing the size of their phones. Yeah, it's insane. So, I mean, I, I, I made a chart of this stuff yesterday to try to understand about the size progression over the last five five years or so. And just in the last two years, right? I mean, we're looking, we're talking, you know, starting with the the Samsung uh, S10, and then the S20, and then if you're talking about, you know, the iPhone 8, and then going to the to the 10 series and, and whatnot, we're, we've seen like a half an inch increase in screen diameters in, in right. base level phone models, right? So this year's iPhone 11, base level iPhone 11 is a 6.1 inch diagonal, right? Their iPhone 11 Pro is a 5.8, okay? 
So that's still, though, even a 5.8 is not a slouch in terms of screen size. No, that's still a decent-sized display. A, quite a decent-sized display. And, you know, from what we're seeing from Samsung, if the leaks come out to be true, right, the, the base level Note 20 will be 6.42 inches on the diameter, and the Note 20 Ultra will be 6.87. That's almost <laughs> 6.9 inches yeah, diameter and, screen. And what, the iPad mini, I think, is 7.9 inches? That's correct. So you're an inch off from a tablet. It just... I, I have a hard time carrying a phone that large around. And there are some things companies can do to make the device feel smaller, decrease the bezel size, uh, use a different aspect ratio so the phone is taller instead of wider, which makes it a little easier to hold and use one-handed. But at some point, we're just selling tablets with a cell signal or, you know, a cellular radio in it that yeah. can place and, and receive phone calls. It just... And are people buying them it, with prices? You know, the S twenty Ultra was a fifteen sixteen hundred dollar phone starting price. That's fifteen hundred bucks. Well, you know the the interesting thing, Jason. Is, so I was talking to a very prominent accessories case manufacturer yesterday uh, on a Zoom call, and they told me their like second most popular phone case is for iPhone SE. So people going back to smaller phones, yeah, which has a four point seven inch display. 4.7. Yeah, um, yeah. And interesting from what I understand, the base level iPhone 12, based on rumors, they're going to a smaller screen, 5.4 inches for the regular iPhone 12. And then there will be an intermediate phone called an iPhone 12 Max, which will be a 6.1. Then the iPhone 12 Pro, which will also be a 6.1. And then the 12 Pro Max will be 6.7 i think 6.7 inches which is interesting that they're they're going to have four phones in a line yeah that's the first three. time they're going to do that four new I, models in a line yeah. if if those rumors prove true but 5.4 6.1 and 6.7 that's a big difference between the three different models or four yeah. different models three different sizes um and then they'll presumably still have the iphone se at 4.7 uh I, I mean, look, I see the benefits of a larger display. Obviously, I use the iPhone 11 Pro Max and I have a Galaxy S20 Plus that I use yep. regularly. Um, I love the Pixel 4 XL screen size. Like, I get it. I get it. But like you said a few minutes ago, that's for a mobile first world, right? Where people yeah. are constantly on the go, constantly on the move. And now with the pandemic and most people staying home the majority of the time and doing social distancing and all the stuff that we should be doing uh, to get this under control, do we need that? Is there a way to save money? That That's really the bigger question here, right? Uh, a $1,600 no phone is, is insane. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, I mean, the $1,600 is what I, I think I paid for the 11 Pro Max. Yeah. Um, same. And I think I paid about the, the same for the 10 for the 10 uh, max, whatever the heck it was called. So they're, they're super expensive, right? I think honestly, it makes more sense. And I'm, and I'm thinking about this for myself the next time around, maybe, you know, and I do refresh my iPhone every year because, you know, we write about this stuff. So not, and I pay yeah, for it with yeah. my own money and I'm on the upgrade plan. So it, it makes sense to refresh it every year. It doesn't make sense really to hold on to the phone. I'm thinking of going for the smaller, iPhone 11 Pro rather than the big one. 
Sure. And um, now that I own my, you know, my iPad 12.9, you know, I'm going to use that. I've been using that more. Right. So, I mean, I really only need a, a smartphone to make, you know, to look at, st you know, status updates and things like that. But if I'm going to do heavy content consumption, you know, if I'm going to stare at Facebook for an hour or so, or, or, or if I'm going to go over my Twitter feeds or whatever, or if I'm going to review, you know, a Google Doc, I'd rather have the, the, the bigger tablet. And quite frankly, tablets are a better value right now. If you look at the the, the base level iPad, the 9.7-inch uh, height, 10.2-inch uh, diag diagonal, that's like, what, $260, $290? They're under 300 If you get you know, it on sale on Amazon, yeah, and there's promotions pretty much every day on them. I think 329 is their normal normal price, but uh, yeah. You I think I paid 269 for my wife. Yeah. Yeah, Amazon yeah. puts them on promotion all day. Yeah. And it's it's a great device. Performance is excellent. It runs apps excellent. You know, um, maybe it's not as fast as a processor as, as the 11 Pro Max, but you know, it's still really quick. Yeah. You know, yeah. and you know, for what it does. So if you think about what an iPhone SE costs, which is about what is it, four four three ninety nine to four ninety nine, depending on configuration. Yeah, depending on storage. You're under eight hundred, nine hundred bucks total investment if you need to refresh your equipment. Yeah, yeah. And and I think this is an interesting approach, right? Downsize your phone, not downgrade, because you know, the SE is a very capable phone. It has all the same internals as the eleven the iPhone eleven lineup. But downsize the size of your phone and get a tablet to handle all the bigger stuff, and you've still spent half of what you would on an iPhone 11 Pro Max, which is, for me, a tablet is more useful at home right now than my phone. Who's right? using the cra and who uses the crazy cameras on the yeah. on on the Pro? I mean, yeah, if you're a profession, you're out, you know, doing all kinds of sports photography and, and people outside and you're, and, or are you, look, I even do food photography, right? In restaurants, but I don't go to restaurants anymore because of what's going on. You know, I, I take, I take pictures of the food that I, that I cook. Right. But I'm not utilizing my pro phone, my pro cameras anywhere close to what I did a couple months ago. You know, I mean, yeah, the, the, me either. Me either. I mean that the SE has a wonderful camera, a wonderful single lens camera. I mean, most people probably couldn't even take advantage of what, what that is to begin with. Right. Yeah, exactly. And so you, you downgrade, you save a little bit of money. And this doesn't just apply to Apple as well. Samsung has, you know, the Galaxy S10 is still on sale. Um, yep. There's the S10 Lite. They have the A-series devices, which um, are, are decent. The A51's okay. It uses Samsung's own processor and it's a little right. slow. So I'd go with like the A71 that uses a Qualcomm personally but still you're looking at three or four hundred bucks maybe 500 if you get 5g built into it and then you can pick up a tab s6 light for yeah. 300 bucks and you're still saving yourself a ton of money and you're getting dual purpose and and one of the things that both samsung and apple are able to offer is apple calls it handoff or the ability to sync information between the two devices seamlessly so you get a similar experience samsung offers the same thing with its messages app so you could send and receive messages from your tablet uh, you can share links between the two you know there's you're not breaking up the experience you're just transferring it over to a bigger display and a different device uh, and, and 
you know, I hadn't really thought of this approach until you and I were discussing this episode a couple of days ago. And it makes a ton of sense to save money. It, it, you get a more versatile setup instead of having everything on one device that's limited. Um, it, it's definitely got my wheels turning over the last couple of yeah, days. Yeah, I mean, I used to think about, I used to want the biggest, fastest phone possible, you know, yeah. and, and now I'm thinking that doesn't make any sense. Let's say you're not an Apple user, right? Let's say you don't want the, the SE. I mean, I think most people be crazy not to go with an SE as their first choice, unless you sure. absolutely hate Apple with some kind of ridiculous passion or for whatever the reasons you don't want to get into their ecosystem, I understand it. But in the Android space, you have so many nice phones for 300, 400 bucks now. Yeah. So many. The OnePlus phones are phenomenal values. Um, and, and, and if you want to go super cheap, you know, if you want to give your kids a couple of different phones, the Motorola's are great, you know. Um, yep. and, and there's, there's so many, there's so many to choose from. I mean, like I said, you have last year's S10, which is a, still an excellent phone for the money. You got so many choices, so many choices in the Android space on, in the, in, in the $400 and under space. And they perform more than adequately well. They have more than adequately decent cameras. Uh, they have more than adequate processor memory screens, all the things that you need to run. You know, the top, the top dozen apps we all use pretty much all the time, right? Yeah, yeah. They, they, they run fine. They're fine. So going forward, obviously we know Samsung's about to launch bigger phones, Apple's going to launch bigger phones, but how, how much bigger do you think phones are going to get? Like they're, at some point we have to hit the vendors, the OEMs have to hit a wall, right? And realize that people just aren't, aren't going to keep putting up with phones that are this big and keep buying phones that are this big. Do you see an end in sight? Well, I mean, the, the challenge is, right, to increase, they want to, they wanted to, the, the, so under the previous world that we lived in, right, it made sense to increase screen dimension while also increasing pixel density, right, and also yeah, improving yeah. refresh rates, right, and there's a certain amount of tooling that has to be done at the factories to make the displays this way, right, and they can't go with, like, night. 10 different types of variations on displays and, and resolutions and refreshes, right? They have to sort of, this generation we're doing this and then next generation we're doing this, right? So they made a conscious decision to increase the size of these things over time. Um, now that we're all stuck at home, I have to wonder whether or not they want to retool or, 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 or you know, I, I think 6.1 is probably as big as a normal size phone should get at this right, point. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what my sweet spot size of phone would be. Um, iPhone 11 Pro Max is six and a half now. Some days I feel like it's way too big. Other days it, it feels right, but I don't see going bigger than that. And I've used bigger phones than that, like OnePlus 8 Pro. And, and I found them to be somewhat cumbersome, but I don't know what the sweet spot would be for me. 6.1 sounds right. Maybe a little bit more than that. I don't know. Um, but at some point I do see... Apple and Samsung and OnePlus and Google, everyone hitting some sort of wall where customers just aren't buying phones that are seven and a half inch displays. You know, there's just, it's just too much to carry around. And I think we're going to, they're going to, we're going to have to look at people's habits in terms of, you know, yeah. what yeah. do they do when they leave the house? What do they do when they're in the house? Right. Yep. And so I had to change my lifestyle to, uh, to a, to a handbag. 
a pocketbook, right? I, I, I called it my, my tactical man bag, right? <laughs> but you know, I, I got, I had it, I had it made in, uh, you know, in, in, in duck canvas, you know, with you know military green, you know, macho military green, you know, pocketbook. Um, but it, I went with the extra small one, you know, and you know, and even st I wanted to be able to just get my phone, my keys, a charger, some cables, and what else, what other you know crap I I have to walk around with during the day if I'm mobile. But that was a change in habit, right? I used to just have my shorts and I would shove my phone in my pocket with my keys and my wallet and that's it. I went out. I didn't carry a pocketbook, you know? Now I carry the pocketbook. I could shove everything in the pocketbook and I got the, and I got it slinged. But guess what? I'm not really doing that now. Yeah. I'm at home, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I'm using the phone, you know, I'm sitting down on the couch or, you know, I grab it off the desk or something. So I'm not like feeling like I'm shoving it in my pocket and it's weighing me down or anything like that. But I think, you know, um, we're, we're going to see changes in behavior uh, for when people want to go out, go outside and do what they need to get done. Right. And I think they might want to have lighter, lighter devices when they do that. That's yeah, just my, I, my personal opinion is what I think will happen. Yeah. Um, more, more portable, easier to manage devices for the limited mobility that we're going to have for the foreseeable future. That makes sense to me. Um, any closing thoughts, Perla? No, like I said, you know, I, I think that, you know, we have a bunch of phones that are about to come out, right? Mm -hmm. We have, you know, we have the new Samsungs. Uh, we will have the new iPhones in the uh, September, October timeframe. There will be new Pixels, right? We'll see. We'll see how big that thing actually gets. Um, again, I think people are financially constrained right now, right? Not everybody is working. And those of us that are working, we're trying to save money. And if we do have upgrades coming up for our equipment, I think we should be much smarter about how we spend our money, right? right, right. And and I think that, you know, like I said, going with a less expensive phone, a uh, smaller, less expensive phone and a more capable, you know, mid-range entry-level tablet makes a lot more sense for the type of workloads and content consumption that we're currently doing now, right? That's, yeah, it that's definitely, really that scenario definitely provides a, better bang for your buck, if you want to call it that. And, and it makes a lot more economical sense to me, um, like I said, now that we've been talking about this. And, and it's something I think listeners and viewers sh should definitely take into consideration, like you said, when they're ready to upgrade. And I think that's probably a good spot to stop uh, today's show. I'm Jason Cipriani. And I'm Jason Perlow. And this is Jason Squared. Thanks for listening or watching. And make sure to check out more of our work at ZDNet.com.